Okay, we're on. It's on you. Oh, we ain't doing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still gotta uh, work out some kicks on the intro. Shit, I'm waiting. <laughs> My bad, I was waiting on that uh, intro. To, I don't give a fuck. Whatever, man. Y'all know what it is, man. <laughs> this is this we talk, man. Uh, you know, we black, man. We forever getting it together. Um, I am Lily. This is the Be All Do All uh, co-host of it all, Lindsay. Hey. Say hello. Hello. And uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts. Um, let's let's get them all right. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon Podcasts, um, Spotify, and am I missing anything? Okay, these are the platforms that we're on. I'm trying to make sure I get all of them right. Um, when you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. It'll keep us popping, keep us doing the things that we're doing right now. Anyway, back to business. It is what it is. It is the history talk. How's everybody doing? I hope y'all week was great. Uh, this was my payday week. But I didn't have to even spend no money, man. It's been cool. My girl been out of town, so I had to spend no extra I just paid bills. What's popping? Well, that's always a plus when you ain't got to spend no money. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I can't say the same. It was my pay week, but I can't say the same. <laughs> yeah, and I had to do no extra, man. And I, I ain't one of them people that super splurge, so I'm good. Yeah. That's what's up. So, <clears throat> let's go on ahead and address the elephant in the room so we can get to lighter subjects because I don't want to spend too much time on this because it, it basically is what it is at this point. Um, Derek Chauvin's sentencing was this past week. Yes. Um, they had the potential to give him 40 years and the judge opted for 22 and a half. Um, and if he is if he is let out early, it could be fifteen. So what are your thoughts on that? First off, we, we, we knew what it was. He wasn't gonna get like a real long term anyway. I was telling everybody, you know, he was gonna I thought he was gonna get fifteen, get home in eight. So mm-hmm. to get uh twenty two and a half years. And you know, at best, you know, come home at fifteen. I mean, you gotta you you gotta take the small victories, you know. And 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 it's hard to uh to say that to black folks because you know we've been we've been stepped on a lot, man. We ain't never got our just due for anything really. But you know, um, as far as as what's going on with the murder, like we all know what it is. We knew we weren't gonna get the proper uh, um, justice that we wanted. And, you know, besides a death penalty, you know, you, you can only, you can only just be grateful for whatever calendars you got. You know, I'm, I'm a, a advocate on uh, not trying to make another issue out of the issue. Like, 
especially when we know it's already a problem. So I, I can't really like talk about the sentence of uh, uh, that uh, that he got. But I just I don't want people to be in an uproar about it because you know, uh, we seek this type of justice. We didn't go and say you know uh, treating like y'all treat a nigga and, and do some nigga shit to him because you know he's he's been protected in prison. So then nobody like we didn't try to go out our way to make sure that you know uh he got what we wanted him to have which was death like because of what he done um but it it did guarantee and make sure because I, I tried to look it up and try to make sure that uh that uh, I wasn't uh, mistaken on this uh him getting those years was uh is good because that means because of the lesser charge he was given he can they can also persecute the other uh the other policemen that were uh, there. Mm -hmm. So it's like a silver lining in that. Like, so don't give a fuck about the years you got. Just know that everybody is going to get something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, I also was looking at it like, okay, he still got two more, two more charges, two more federal cases, you know, that he's going to have to fight one for this murder. And then the other one for hitting that 14 year old in the head with a flashlight. So, and they can run consecutively. So with those, <clears throat> he could potentially spend the rest of his life in prison. Um, it just sucks that for this situation, that for this particular um, conviction that's not the case you know um you know but people were looking at it on the bright side of things like they were looking at it like okay this is the most that a cop has ever gotten for murdering someone which yeah that is true but I just feel like when it comes to a cop of all people they should know the law and know what they're doing is incorrect. So with that being said, they should get the book thrown at them. You know, they should be made an example of that this is something that we're not going to tolerate. You're not just going to be out here killing civilians and get away with it. You know, but, you know, that ain't the case. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things, man, it's like, we're playing their type of game, so um, and when I say their type of game, I'm not trying to sugarcoat nothing. We're playing the white man's type of game when we jump into the judicial system. So um, when, when we get a little bit of leeway, your best bet is to take that and, and learn from it and adjust from it and, and, and move forward instead of trying to make an uproar about how how uh, different it is how apple and oranges it is because we all know how apple and oranges it is you know maybe i just want i don't want people to uh always start uh comparing mm -hmm. you know because the majority of people that's what they wanted they wanted a trial they wanted a conviction and this is what you got you know we know it's apples and oranges you know it's a it's a very big difference between uh 
uh, a white uh, man accused of murder and a black man accused of murder. And you know it's an extra big difference when it's a cop. Yeah. Right. So, you know, let's just let's, let's just call it what it is and be happy that it happened. That that he got uh, he got something. So you know his people. You know when it ain't about us. It's about George Floyd people. You know. Yeah. This right here, this justifies his daughter. You know, you know, so his daughter can be like, you know, my my daddy's a killer guy. He got justice. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch any of the victim impact statements? Nah. Yeah. So I did. <clears throat> I had to watch um, his daughter in the playback, but I watched his nephew and brothers live. And they were heart wrenching to say the least like especially the daughter you know just the fact that she'll never see her dad again and she knows it you know she doesn't she doesn't grasp the magnitude of it of course because she's like what eight nine years old but she does know that her daddy's not here no more but he's always with her like she understands that you know and she knows that she's never going to see him again. Yeah. And. And to like. That's the crazy part about it. Because. Yes. You're going to get. You're going to get a rehearsed. Written out. Script. From. His brothers and his nephew. That's expected. But. The conversation. That they had. <clears throat> with the daughter. That wasn't scripted. Um, she wasn't there. They recorded it, which I'm glad she wasn't there because that would have been even more traumatizing. But um, they just asked her a couple of questions and she answered them. And it was, of course, honest answers. You can tell it wasn't coerced or anything like that. It just, it just was sad. And I can't believe that even with the daughter, he still would be like 22 years. And it's like, wow. You know, what killed me, which I wrote on Twitter as soon as she wrote, as soon as she walked up, was um, Derek Chauvin's mom. She gave a statement. <clears throat> now, she's never um, been in front of the camera, never gave no interview or nothing like that to this point. This is the first time anybody's laid eyes on her. And as soon as, she, as, soon as it was announced that she was, walk, that she was walking up, I was like, you know what, let me get on Twitter right quick. Because, and I said, no disrespect to his mom, but I don't give a fuck what she got to say. Like, don't give a fuck. Period. And now it's like all disrespect to the mom because the way that she got up there and talked, she didn't address the family at all. She talked about how she was going to be sentenced too if when they sentenced him and how um, when he gets out, her and his dad will not be alive probably by the time he gets out and how she's always had his back always thought he was innocent and it's like innocent of what like we the world watched him kill a man so how is he innocent and it was just a complete and blatant disrespect to the family that I felt like that that was just completely disrespectful 
Did you catch any of what she said? I didn't catch any of that. I um, well, you know, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I I heard it. I was uh listening to the radio because when the verdict came in, I, I was at work, uh, so I had to listen to uh to the radio. So I just listened to the sentencing, and then I had to like kind of move on. So and then I didn't go uh past that until like maybe a day or two later, and I seen like everybody had like uh closing uh argument or whatever the fuck they call in the court. But um what got me was the whole uh after all that shit was uh after the brother said what he said and the mother said what uh she said and his daughter said what she said it was uh I caught a clip of like Judge Joe Brown like defaming the shit out of George Floyd. Like mm-hmm. Like disrespect to me. I'm not gonna say that he was trying to, but to me, it just seemed like total disrespect on that because everybody know what uh, George Floyd uh, did. We're not calling him a martyr or anything, but this was a death that made everybody uh, stand up and take notice for because this was a death that made everybody say, you know what, this is ha- this has to stop. So we have to give acknowledge to that. Before we give acknowledge to George Floyd past and what he did, uh, what he was doing before he died, I, 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 that's what I paid attention to the most. I was just like, damn, even after a man is dead, man, it, 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 it's always niggas that just have to talk about every bad thing you did. Wow. I didn't know Judge Joe Brown was out here saying that. Yeah, he was like, uh, and I'm paraphrasing. I, I don't know word for word, but he was like, you know, he doesn't understand why we're making this uh, um, this man a martyr, which we never did. Right. Well, I know people that uh, around me, we didn't make him a martyr. You know, uh, it, it's not like he died for our sins or he died for us to make a change because nothing changed. That's what a martyr is. We wouldn't we, we didn't do that. Um and then he started uh, saying stuff like uh, how he was already overdosed on fentanyl before it happened. Um, he was he he was making bad decisions anyway. He just really def- um, defiled the nigga's character. Yeah, and I, I don't like give like a fuck about we didn't feel that. like there's no way that he should have a statue. We're and we're idolizing somebody who was a drug head and made bad decisions. And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Right. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Exactly. Right. Shout out to Asian Asian brat or Asian doll, whatever the hell her name is. But I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like that has nothing to do with this man putting his knee on his neck for almost ten minutes. Like, exactly. I mean, that's what the whole thing is about. Like, we not worried about the shoo shoo shit you on, man. Yeah. Like, I I I, I just. You know, God bless the dead. I was raised a certain way. I don't give a fuck how bad this nigga acted. Right. You know, and this nigga ain't never did nothing to my family. My mama, he ain't fuck with my finances. I don't got no reason to curse him while he's dead. Right. And 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 he didn't have. I feel like uh, Joe Brown, man. He should have. He should have had the same mentality. And so right. for you to talk about him like that, man, I just feel. I feel disrespected. Like damn, like black people can't stand up for one thing. Like we just. We just telling everybody to hold hands and be unified on something. Right. Right. But you know, 
there, unfortunately, there are people that are like the poster child, quote unquote, for the movement and their situation, however it ended, like they didn't put themselves in that situation to be made the spokesperson for the movement. Like you can go back right. to the death of Emmett Till. Emmett Till didn't put himself in that situation to be the spokesperson for the movement or the poster child for the movement. Um, Rodney King, he didn't put himself in that situation to be the poster child. George Floyd didn't put himself in that situation to be the poster child. These people were put into situations where their situation turned into them being the poster child. So no, they're not a martyr and nobody's making them a martyr because I believe a martyr you have to put yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So nobody's making them a martyr or looking at them as a martyr. Um, the only people that's bringing up that are people that's trying to make a point that's not to be made. You know? So I don't I don't know where he gets off saying that because that's not what we're doing. That's what, to me, it's, it, it was almost like if 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 that nigga someone would have got off, Joe Brown would have been like, "That's a justify." It was a justifiable death. Yeah, and you that's know? not the case. That's not the case. Like there, there's not like ten a a fake ten dollar bill does not equate to death by strangulation, <laughs> like. A person being claustrophobic, not wanting to be put in the back of a cop car, does not equate to death by strangulation. Like, him being high on whatever the fuck he want to be high on does not equate to him being killed. Like, what are we talking about here? You, cause you got to look at it, cause it it totally hurt your fingers. I was hurt. He called that man a coward. He was like, you know. He died crying for his mama, which was, you know, which was uh, uh, a cowardly way to die. Like, he defamed this kid in every which way, shape, and form. And that's the part that sucks because, like, this Joe Brown in 2021 is not the Joe Brown I used to watch every day on TV. You know what I'm saying? I used to really enjoy watching his show. I used to love when he would read them damn... uh, them damn uh people in his courtroom but this joe brown of two, 2021 is a whole different beast but um but yeah do you have any final thoughts on the situation um uh well um you know well excuse me i'm just one of them people where i just i just hope the trickle down effect that they were looking for actually happens where all the police officers get charged with something. So um, it can actually be, well, what can be justified is we can film something and it has a major impact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if all of the police officers that were involved get charged, then that's what it is. After that, um, my final thought is, when you start seeing some weird shit, man, stop pulling out your camera, man. Just go ahead and be on some extra shit with these niggas. Like, I've, as of lately, I've been on extra shit. Like, if I see some shit, like, recently, um, I was leaving out of uh, Platte City, 
and I seen the highway patrol harassing a black dude that was walking the highway. Now, I know it's illegal to walk the highway, but I still pulled over because I was like, I just want to make sure. I ain't pulled out near, not near phone, not none of that shit. If y'all going to do something to him, y'all going to have to do something to me. I don't, I don't need the world to see it, but I, I, I bet you we get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Yeah, we need to, we need to leave alive. That's, that's the point. Exactly. So it, it, it's one of them things, man. It's like. Yeah. And I've been seeing on, that I won't a lot look lately at with that. people. I've been seeing that. You said what? That where people just pull over and just basically police the police. Make sure yeah. you're doing your job right. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's, I've that's how. Like, we, uh, you know, we have to start getting into that, man. Stop pulling out your camera. You know, especially if you call yourself one of the real ones. You ain't scared of shit. And you ain't that about about. If you feel like something is wrong. Stop pulling out your camera. I didn't pull out my camera when, when I when I stopped in Plaid City. I just wanted to make sure that man got he 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 uh was was treated respectfully and he got to go about his business. Because although it's kind of illegal to walk on the highway, that's no reason for throw a man in jail. You put that man on a regular street. We can we can wait on all this shit. Right, or just you know drive him to his destination. If he exactly. Because he could be walking on the highway because he ran out of gas and need to go get some gas. Like, you just never know, you know. Now, I ain't going to say, I ain't going to go as far as to say, hey, don't pull out your camera. Because sometimes you do need that um that evidence. You know what I'm saying? Because had it not been for cameras, a lot of cops would have been, you know, going on about their business with no justification or anything or not held accountable to what they did, you know. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. I'm talking about the ones that say, you know, uh, you know, I wish, I wish I should have did that. I could have did this, or you know, if I was thinking, I would have went over there. You know, all those could have, should have, would have niggas, but pulled their camera out first. You know, because if you're in a situation where there's more than ten people, maybe you shouldn't be the nigga to pull out your camera because at least eight of them motherfuckers already got theirs out. Why don't you be the motherfucker to say something? Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's, I, 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 a lot of uh, shit lately I've been paying attention to is I've, I've watched a lot of women step in front of black, as of lately, black uh, men, women, children, whatever, and defend them. And other people steadily film, but it'd be a woman defending them. And I, you know, big ups to that. I respect that all day, every day. I would never push that aside. But when you start calling, when, when you, as a man, when you start calling yourself a certain type of dude, and you don't do that shit, and take a woman to do that, I, I start looking at people weird, man. I, I start looking at you a certain type of way. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that because the first person that's supposed to be standing up for them should be the woman. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I understand your viewpoint there, but. <clears throat> That's that on that. Uh, <laughs> so moving on to lighter things. Um, did you catch the versus battle between Trina and Eve? Uh, reluctantly, yes. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. Hold on. And the only reason why I'm gonna say reluctantly is because. I am a Super E fan, but I know, hands down, Eve don't got as many hits as motherfucking Trent. 
I, like, I don't. I ain't even talking about mainstream shit. I'm just talking about as far as just bounce music and just and and and, and charting. She ain't got more hits, and so I was like, I don't want to see this because I, 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 man, come on, man. It, 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 that was no question. Who the fuck was it? Like, I okay. mean, it a big Eve. Eve's a billionaire, so you know, let's not. I'm not downplaying my dog. She's a pit bull in a skirt, like. For literally, I fuck with Eve, but I I just don't think Eve should have jumped on that bandwagon. Like, nope. Okay, so who who did you think was going to win versus who was you rooting for? <laughs> I was rooting for Eve. I knew Trina was going to win. Okay. <laughs> That's a fact. I can't even front. Okay, so I was rooting for Trina. And I knew Trina was going to win. And according to the official scorecard, Billboard said Trina won. Boom. Of course. A fucking course. <laughs> A fucking course. Like, she was slapping. I mean, she kept slapping shit. Yeah. Trina, Trina, Trina came out the gate hard. Like, you can't compete with baddest bitch. Like, you can't. You can't. And it was so funny because leading up, it was so many people like Eve gonna kill it, Eve gonna kill it, Eve gonna kill it. And I and a lot of people were saying this is a weird matchup because there are two different types of um rappers, exactly. Which I I do understand that argument. However, I do understand the argument of them being um together in a versus because they came from the same um period. Yeah, they came from the same era. You know um. But I was just like, you know, people need to put respect on Trina's name because, yeah, she's not as lyrical as Eve. However, she's a regional icon. And we're not going to just act like she hasn't birthed the chicks that are out today. That's what I was about to say. You know uh, I mean? Trina, Trina's body of work, uh, it, um, her flow method, what she talks about, is relevant to this day. Yeah. Um, Eve, although uh, you give her kudos for writing her own bars, she wasn't really a super lyricist. She was more lyrical um, than the average female that was out at that time. Way more lyrical than the average female. Yeah. And she, she ain't. She was lyrical. She's than not she Nicki Minaj level lyrical. She so did. like her, 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 her above average flow mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't t- uh, stand the test of time around what's going on now. Like, yeah, uh, right. She was, I mean, she was, she was like the average lyricist back then. No, regardless on gender, she was the average lyricist. Yeah. Like, we're not going to take that away from her. She was, she was definitely a lyricist. Exactly. You know, like, I'm not gonna, I, I, I bounced to every fucking thing Eve jumped up with, especially yeah. that rough ride shit. I but thought that bitch what? was so. But you know what, though? Honestly, I was never the quote-unquote Eve fan. Like, that, she just she just didn't do it for me. Now, she has some songs that I like, and I never discredit her for anything that she's done because she's, she's dope in her craft. It just, it wasn't my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Now, Trina, I've been day one, had her first album. You know, I don't know what that says to me, but... Yeah, you got the interaction <laughs> shit in it. But my whole thing is that 
they're I mean they were both get both great in their um in their lanes and it made sense to me them going back to back even though they had two different types of music and you can definitely tell during the verses how different their music was because Man. you cannot play an Eve song and then turn around and play a Trina song and then turn around and play Eve and then turn around and play Trina in a in a set like there's no DJ that's gonna do that you know what I'm saying so um it was a big difference um I feel like Trina should have brought her ass to Miami. I would really love to know the reason why she didn't. Because I'm a fucking billionaire and I ain't got to. All the more reason why it would have been nothing for her to get on a private jet and head to Miami and then turn around and go back to London. Like, that shit was trash. Like, I was in the comments like, can we all agree to have all the verses in Miami from this point on? Like, let's not do this virtual shit. Like, we, outside is opened up now. So let's go ahead and do this together. I, I get what you're saying. I totally understand. But when you are a certain type of individual, like it'd be different if 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 and I I'm not trying to be that kind because I know I'm gonna hear a lot of flack from this. But if 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 Eve had Trina money, then yeah, she would have been right there in Miami kicking it trying to worry about if she can get views, if she can get more, you know what I'm saying, hits on her songs. But she married a billionaire. She ain't worried about none of that shit. She gonna set this up in her Why do it? If you, why do if it? you don't care about none of that shit, why do it? She did it for Swiss. Why else she should have carried did? her ass to Miami for Swiss. And she if kept, and, and then it would be nothing, it would be one thing if she like legit didn't care. <clears throat> And just did it just for him. And that's it. But the fact that she started out saying, I wish I was in Miami. I wish I was with y'all in Miami. She kept saying this shit. Like, she should have brought her ass there. Like, I want to know what the real tea was on why she wasn't in Miami. Because she didn't think it was going to be nothing. Like, she thought she was going to run through this shit and just, you know, be that kind. She didn't, she didn't get the vibes. You know, like... I don't see how she didn't when Swizz and Tim just did their versus rematch, rematch right before her. And she saw what the vibe was then. And every time they do a live one, the vibe is totally different than when they just do it in, in front of a couple of people or in their respective places. Like the vibe, she, I don't understand why you wouldn't have known that. Because you gotta, you gotta think where EV is like, um, when Eve was rapping, again, Eve was the illest pit bull in the skirt. She was more thuggified. So for her, you know what I'm saying, for her now as a lady, she just, I think she was just doing things on her own terms because she has the ability to do it now. And then when she started seeing what the momentum was and motherfuckers was really fucking with her, she was like, damn, oh shit, I should have went to Miami and she did that. She said that before she performed her first song. She said that right after Trina performed The Baddest Bitch. Like she she cool. said that. Like and then she kept like it's it's one thing to even say it one or two times, but the fact that you said it fifty eleven times. Don't nobody want to keep hearing that shit because you should have brought your ass. Well, I mean, if you put it that way, maybe she was just bullshit. Maybe she was just blowing smoke up everybody's ass. But for what? We don't need you to blow okay. smoke up our ass. If I keep on saying I should have been there, I should have been there, 
Secretly, I'm saying shit. I wouldn't go in there in the first fucking place. No, I feel like if you keep saying it, you really mean it. I can understand you blowing smoke over our ass one or two times. Like, dang, I should have been there. Oh, well, next song. Like, I can understand that. But the fact that you say it 5011 times, don't nobody want to keep hearing that shit because you should have been there. Like, I feel like you don't have no excuse, especially because you're a billionaire. You could have hopped on a private plane, carried your ass to Miami, left after it was done. Maybe she had to go pick up her stepkids, man, after the show. Okay. That hey, man, I'm just trying know. to... I'm, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get like my motherfucking... My homegirl the benefit of the doubt, man. No, I feel like there was no excuse, especially because um, she's on that new show that's about to come out. They filmed that show in the States. So you was carrying your ass there for that? So why you didn't... And then you know the impact of Versus. So... Why you didn't carry your ass to motherfuckers? Like, after... Maybe after she wasn't going to be there long enough to quarantine. That's the only thing I can think of. Is quarantine. That's the only thing. But, if you do a negative test, you ain't got to quarantine. And I'm sure they tested her uh before, they, before she even got in the room with her DJ. I'm sure all of them... All the behind-the-scenes people and everything, I'm sure everybody had COVID tests. Like, it wouldn't have went down if she had a positive test. Maybe she was just late on the draw on everything. Maybe when she pulled everything together, by the time they they got everything together and and came to the States, you know, it would have just been too late. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I I would love to know what the actual. Because I just feel like there ain't no excuse. But I don't know. Um, I mean, whether she was in the States or in London town, uh, she would have lost. <laughs> like, that's it and that's all. That's it and that's all. Um, yeah. I was happy to see that people was like in the comments like, damn, I forgot about this head. I forgot about that head. I forgot Trina had all this and all that. Like, they was really starting to put respect on them. Cause like, I barely saw anybody say that Trina was going to win prior to, but damn near everybody was saying Trina won after. Yeah. It, I mean, it was no question to me. I just, I already knew who was going to win. I just, Trina got way more chart topping hits. Like Eve got a lot of tracks that is dope on niggas albums. She ain't got a lot of chart topping hits though. Now let me ask you this. <clears throat> Cause a lot of people were in the comments saying this. Do you feel like Eve playing DMX's verses on the songs that they were on together was cheating? No. No, I, I mean, she was a rough rider. And you have yeah. to understand it ain't like DMX died uh ten years ago. You know, DMX death is fresh. And right. um, when, whenever somebody, I believe uh, whenever you're close to somebody, you just pay homage like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 that's what I think it was. I think it was just paying homage to him. Like, I'm not cutting DMX off. Right. Right. I feel the you know? same way. I didn't, I, it was totally expected. Excuse me. I just feel like it hit different because he's gone, but it was totally expected. And on top of that, who else would be better in a versus playing DMX track 
are playing DMX's verses on the track than Eve. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and then let's not get it twisted. DMX co-signed for Eve. The right. Rough Riders wasn't going to sign Eve. Right. Like, you could look this shit up. I remember this shit way long time ago. Like, now, I, one, uh, a couple of Eve's first interviews, she had said it like, X, you know what I'm saying, stepped up for her. X, X the one said, you know, she needs to be a rough rider. Why, why D wouldn't fuck it? Because they didn't want no bitch. Right. Right, they was just too rough to even fathom a female rapper. But Glenn says, after she married that billionaire, she turned in that rough rider card. You feel like that's accurate? Nah. Nah, I, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna say that because once she uh once she married that billionaire to me that rough rider card was stacked because them niggas that's what they was doing they was all on the come up and Eve did the ultimate come up she became a fucking billionaire. I don't even think of it like that. Like I think like she's always and forever gonna be a rough rider. I don't think her marrying a billionaire would have changed anything. I think I think she's a rough rider to the heart. Exactly, but like I said, I don't know, that's what they was about. They was about coming up. They was about bettering themselves and making themselves mm-hmm. something that they wouldn't. So for Eve to become, you know, to start from the illest bitch in the skirt out of Philadelphia to becoming a fucking uh, wife to a billionaire, that's a it, it, that's it, that, that's a come up. Yeah, like. That's 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 a double R move. Yeah. Ain't none of them Rough Rider niggas mad at Eve. No. Right. No. Nah. She didn't. And then she's doing she other things too. <clears throat> you said what? She's doing other things too. Yeah, she's doing a lot of shit. You know. Yeah. She's trying. She's trying to know what I'm saying. Make her way in. Know what I'm saying. And and, and be independent. But you know, if that that billionaire cushion. Is is uh, a fucking amazing thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with that. So, <clears throat> but yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. It was it was great to see um people putting respect on Trina's name, um, and it was great to see uh both of them getting their flowers. Um, but um. I would say this this versus is probably top five. Like I've watched it three times already, and the only what? other one, only other one I've seen three times was DMX and Snoop, and I watched that three times when DMX was alive and healthy. So, uh, Derek says we can't forget she wasn't broke when she got married. Point. She wasn't broke. She wasn't broke, but she wasn't billionaire rich. She wasn't billionaire. She wasn't a billionaire. But honestly, let's just be real. After you get to a certain amount of money, does it really matter? Like, yeah. Like, what can you do if you are a 900 millionaire that you can't do? Or that, uh, um, what can't you do, rather, as a 900 millionaire that a billionaire can do? Besides, <laughs> well, besides saying I'm a billionaire. Well, uh, disclaimer: <laughs> Eve wasn't even close to being that. I know. She had, 
I know she wasn't close to being that, but I'm just saying, like, once you get to a certain point, it's like, what what else can you do? That that a that a what else can a billionaire do besides claiming that they're a billionaire? Hey man, it's like it's like that blue check on social media, man. It's just a verification. Verification. I mean, like she, outside of bragging rights, like what can you? What's the difference? Hey, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like it's only a him. It's her, Kanye, Jay, Beyonce, and who else? But you know, honestly, I ain't even gonna claim. I mean. Technically, yes, I get it because she's married, but I ain't even gonna claim even that. Like that ain't her money, and she gonna have to fight for it if they break up. She gonna have to fight for a piece of it if they break up. Um, these Derek says only matters if you really gonna build shit or communities up. Okay, I got that. Um, Glenn I mean, says I after so much money, I'm using my money to help others get on. And that's basically what she's saying. I get, I, and I get that. I understand that for real. I, I get it. But, you know, that's our opinion on it. You know, like you just said, you know, that ain't really her money. But she can't stay claim to it because she's married. Right. Like, that's it. I get you know, that. But, like, God forbid if they break up, she's going to have to fight for a piece of that. Uh, well, shit. Hopefully, uh, she was smart enough to... Uh, so if they do break up, man, she getting she getting a, a nice chunk of change up out of that bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I would I would shun the uh, the argument that Eve just married a billionaire and 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 ain't getting nothing but like what she came in there with. I mean, stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened, but I would hope she was smarter than that. Like I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. If Oprah Murphy wanted to marry me right now, and I'd be like, okay, cool. But if you decided to divorce me, bitch, I'm going to at least get $100 million out of this. Right. I need to I need to withhold the lifestyle I have grown accustomed to with being with you. Yeah. yeah. You can't, yeah. yeah it ain't going to be like that. Right. You know. But, you know, that's that's nor here nor there. You know, right. we get off subject. <laughs> yeah, we, we get off subject. You know, that's niggas. You know, niggas, we just like, man, shit. All right. How much, how many double cheeseburgers can this bitch really buy? Like, right. we, we, <laughs> I'm sure that conversation was going on in the comments. Um, right. Let's see. Derek says, that's why she stayed in London. He said, you ain't taking your ass nowhere. <laughs> and Glenn says, She's going to have to leave with that bag of clothes and shoes she came with. Wow. That's tough. That is tough. Yeah, nah. I hope she ain't that silly. I would never be that silly. No. No. She, you gotta, you gotta leave with something. I'm getting one of these race cars or something. Shit. But, um, but yeah, so... Shout out to even Trina, especially Trina, because she won. Put some respect on Trina's name. Anyway, um, next. Yeah, you just a little bit too hard for Trina. No, because people wanted, they did not want to give Trina her props. And it's like, dude, do y'all understand? Like, we would not have a lot of the rappers, a lot of the female rappers now if it wasn't for Trina. Like, Trina birthed these bitches that are out now. You know what I'm saying? 
And I was I watching I was watching um Hot 97's uh breakdown, which they was completely biased. It was trash. I wouldn't suggest anybody watch their breakdown, but um they brought up a good point. They was just like the fact that people was all up in arms over WAP. It was like, have y'all ever heard Nan nigga? Like Nan nigga was like, oh my God, clutching my pearls at half the shit she was saying. And then they played the radio version and they was just like, they really cleaned up this song. Like, like they had to, to even get it played. Like both, both of their verses, they had to clean it up because it was so damn raunchy, but we love that shit back then, so. Derek says they got kids, so that's not an issue. Um, I don't know what that was about. Uh, nah, uh, she ain't got kids by that big name. That, that white dude got kids, though. Yeah, the white dude got kids, but she ain't got kids, period. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is stepmom. Yeah. Um, Glenn says, wait a minute, is Lily smoking <laughs> more? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, nigga, I'm getting juiced up, nigga. <laughs> You stuff to come in this motherfucking digger. Hell no. Nah. Now nah, it's no growl joints, man. All right. So yeah. So that's um that's that versus. So last night we also was blessed with another versus, um, Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. <laughs> so, who was you rooting for and who did you expect was going to win? You see the jersey, right? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I can't, because that was the verse. Like, niggas had verses that they was looking forward to. This is what I was looking forward I've been telling motherfuckers for a whole motherfucking two weeks now. Nigga, Bow Wow is, got slapped. Put some respect on Bow Wow name, man. Mm-hmm. Shit, man. That nigga, that nigga had fucking uh, tracks. He had movies. He had tracks on movies. The nigga, hey man, he do some fuck shit. Soldier Boy do some fuck shit. We talking about versus though. Yeah. They had Big Drake on Big Crack, Glenn. Like that nigga <laughs> fucked up, man. But yeah, man, I was I was rooting for my nigga uh Bow Whistle. And uh I was like not surprised how that shit went. Um, I was conflicted on who I was going to root for, so I never officially picked one to root for. Okay, how the fuck can you be conflicted on this? Because we, what we're not going to do is act like Big Draco wasn't a big deal. We're not going to I'm do that. Revolutionize. The way that shit gets marketed now. I ain't saying that didn't happen. And on top of that, not only was he a rapper, he was a producer as well. So he got that pro- he got that producer bag that he could have got into real thick. Like he only did one song that he actually was featured on. Like he could have did other songs. Like a lot of people on Twitter was surprised that he didn't play that big song, Get Silly. Because that was a big song, and he produced it. And it was just like, damn, why wouldn't you play that song? But I already knew going in, Bow Wow was going to win. 
Bow Wow had a machine behind him that was like perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's already been tested and approved before him because he had JD. JD was already solidified with motherfucking Chris Cross. You know what I'm saying? Like he did this with the kids, you know? So, um, and then on top of that, he had Snoop as a co-sign, you know? So it's like, we already knew going in, Bow Wow was going to win. Um, I didn't expect for it to go the way it did. I would have thought that uh, Soulja Boy's head would have been more in the game than it was. Especially with the tracks. Like the track listing. I was a little upset. Like if, if you had... Because like come to find out that Nicki verse that he had for um, She Make It Clap. She did that specifically for verses, and she took a she took a shot at Bow Wow, and that was cute. Um, and he had a remix with French Montana, and he played this song three times. What you should have done was made it a whole remix song with French Montana and Nicki, and just played the whole thing. If you was gonna do that, because you wasted two slots, you wasted two rounds. And he has so many songs that he could have played. A lot of people was online like, how come he did not play Speakers Going Hammer? Like, that would have been an easy win right there if he would have played Speakers Going Hammer. Listen. After the second time, I knew it was downhill for him because I knew he wasn't paying attention to the, uh, his, uh, the own music that he made. His very own music he wasn't paying attention to. And then, when he bought Romeo out there, Romeo fucked up five minutes of the nigga's whole set. Romeo did his own set. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nobody, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. That's right. what that nigga did to fucking uh, 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 Soldier Boy. But I get why he brought him out there. I get it. However. Why waste, why, why, why waste slots? Because, right. like, if, if, if number-wise, we doing the uh, calculations right, this nigga gave up five spots. Yeah. And then on top of that, he didn't even they didn't even go to twenty. So actually I have I have that track list. Let me pull that up. I think he let Balwad talk to him about certain shit. Cause I was wondering where uh where uh, uh speakers go hammer was coming. Cause I was waiting on that. Cause that was my shit. That was everybody's shit. Hell, I played it yesterday. Waiting on the damn verses. I was playing it. I was like, why well, ain't playing this, man? I'm like, why didn't that not get played? Yeah, I I feel like he just did not have any assistance when picking his tracks or he just did not care like he knew he was gonna lose so he was like fuck it uh oh uh oh all right we're back. Sorry for that. That was a little bit of technical difficulties. All right. So this is the um, the track listing. 
for the verses. Um, let's see. Round one was She Make It Clap, the original, again, Jumpin' Jumpin' remix. Now, I totally forgot about that one. Um, you forgot about the Jumpin' Jumpin' remix? I did. I did. Because he was just like, like in the very beginning, and it wasn't even a whole mm-hmm. 16. So, I totally forgot about that, but yeah. Um, he played, now... Um, Soldier Boy did play Turn My Swag On correctly because he put um Beyonce at the beginning. Right. Yeah. So he did play that correctly. I totally forgot about Bow Wow being on the Run It remix. Um You were asleep on Bad Wish. And I wasn't. That's the killer part because I was a fan. Like I got several of his albums. I've been buying his I've been, been buying his shit since album one so um i just forgot about him being on that remix uh and then kiss me through the phone versus bounce with me um i mean kiss me through the phone was cute but it wasn't i think i was too old for something like that but and i was definitely too old for bounce with me but i like bounce with me like i used to bump that uh, now this now this round was hard. Pretty boy swag versus I'm a flirt. Pretty boy swag all day. Yeah, yeah. Because I agree honestly, that so good. honestly, I, I'm a flirt remix was like ten times more astronomical as far as hits are concerned. And that's why that, that's yeah. why I give it to pretty boy swag because um. People forgot that that was Bow Wow's song. How about people didn't know that was Bow Wow's song? That, like, they didn't forget. They didn't know. And I'm like, how the hell did y'all not know? But, um, the next one was, these are, these are two throwaways. Um, She Make It Clap, the Nicki remix, then She Make It Clap, French Montana. Now, French Montana was there. He came out and performed. I honestly didn't need that. Nobody did. Yeah. Um, and that was again Shorty Like Mine and um that's my name. Now I said before, I was like, he's going to play G's and Hustlers. Now he played it right with putting it against that or putting it right before that's my name. However, I was like, he's gonna play that as a round. And I'm like, eh, technically he will be correct in playing it as a round. But it would have been a straight cheat. Cheat code right there. Right. Um, but yeah, he, that's a cheat code. Yeah. But he definitely played it correctly. We're putting it right right before um that's my name. Um so then the next one was Yah, which <sighs> I wish Soldier Boy for some of them early songs that he had to turn around and make clean. I wish he would have played the real version because Yah bitch is a dope ass underground song and i get he had to clean it up when he put it on his album but now that we like old as fuck he should be able to play y'all bitch but he didn't he played y'all first of all you have to realize and this this is no uh downplay to uh that nigga big draco um 
Big Draco be high as gorilla titties. Like this nigga, <laughs> do not. He 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 be so gone. He just love any celebration about himself. Like, he is he's so full of himself and so full of everything else. He don't give a shit. This nigga is that nigga is right up in the atmosphere with astronaut piss, and that nigga is just like play the fucking song. I say, and like he got the right to. Yeah. Yeah. So Glenn says, I'm today years old learning. I'm a flirt is Bow Wow song. Wow. Man, you, you need to go in the corner wow. and you need to wait on Blair Witch. Because how wow. fucking dare you? <laughs> That's the part. That, and he's not the first person that said that to me. I'm like, how did y'all not know that this was Bow Wow song? Like, I get that the remix was ridiculously huge, but the remix came from somewhere. Like... <laughs> It had a, it was a re, it was a remix because it was an original somewhere, you know. Like I just that part is just like, and I get Bow Wow's not on the remix. I get that. I get, but like, but he got paid for it, right? Like the teams get paid right. For but it. I'm uh, but what my point is is that when you went to actually see, hey, what is the original? How does the original sound? What album does R. Kelly have the original on? And when you went to do your research and you see that R. Kelly doesn't have an original nowhere on his album and then you see a song with him featured on it, it's called the same thing. Like, what? Like, I'm, I'm so lost on why people didn't know that. But maybe maybe that's just me because I do my research and I would have figured it out had I not known. But I'm, maybe I'm just in a in a room by myself when it comes to that. I don't know. But um, Derek says he was the first rapper to say, he was the first rapper to fuck up on verses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. I just think he just didn't give a fuck at like. Yeah, he yeah. didn't know half the After a while, like once uh once Bow Wow really started uh getting into his really real real bad uh bad uh uh Bow Wow uh bag for real Bow Wow bag excuse me when he started doing that. It, it it wasn't nothing he can do after that. It it, it was yeah. Soldier Boy tried, and that I mean that he didn't know half the songs he was doing after that. Yeah, yeah, because you can tell he kept going back to the um to the DJ booth. You know what I'm saying to figure out whatever he was gonna play next. Like I think he just winged the shit. Like they was like bring everything, and we just gonna go from there. But yeah. Um, to- but y'all went up against Let's Get Down, which Let's Get Down was cute. Um, and then Soldier Boy did Bape, was it Bapes? Babin' Ape? Yeah. 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 Up against Girlfriend. Um, Babin' Ape did it for me. That was that was a dope ass song. And he he like people was wearing Babin' Apes, but we didn't know what the fuck they was because they looked like um some customized Air Force Ones. Well, I had a pair. I, I had a, a pair of babes. Uh, I had hoodies. I even had a zip up. So I was like, really, that song was dope to me just because I knew what that shit was. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at the price of them things back then and I was like, no, I'm going to stick to my Air Force Ones. Oh, no, see, I, <laughs> hey, fun fact. I've been fucking with eBay for a long motherfucking time, right? Uh-huh. And so, I used a lot of my shit. I used to bid on. Like I remember getting a a, a hoodie 
for like $75. And that was high back then, but compared to what it was worth, mm-hmm. I was winning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But my ass was like, nope, I'll stick to my Air Force One. We win things. But, yeah. Um. Then Gucci Bandana up against Take You Home. Gucci Bandana for me. Exactly. That was Gucci Bandana all day. Right. Gucci Bandana. Gucci, Gucci Bandana. Hey. Um, and then, Bell Wow knew that too, though, man. Bell Wow yeah. fucked with Gucci Bandana. Oh, yeah, some of them songs, Bow Wow fuck with Heavy. Um, And then he played, now see, the way that he played Donk is the way that he should have played Make It Clap, or She Make It Clap. He played Donk, and then he played Itty Bitty Piggy right after. And uh, that, was up, that was up against Pop Lock and Drop It Remix. Now, that's a hard-ass round right there, because Donk was a big deal. I remember I was in college when Donk was out, and I had to, and I did a student film and I put Donk in my student film. So yeah, Donk was a big deal. Yeah, but it can't fuck with uh, uh Pop Lock and Drop It Remix. Right. Especially R.I.P. I, 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 I wanna get me because I, I, I did like Donk. And Donk was a slapper. But Donk that, just make you want to get up. Yeah, but man, that that uh that Huey shit. The remix, right? The remix and the Huey shit period, though. Right. That that shit was hard. Yeah. Right. R.I.P. to Huey. Um. But that's a hard ass round, though. I'm not even gonna front. That's a hard ass round. That is a hard round. That's a hard. Niggas are sleep. You know, I be I be trying to tell people, man. You gotta understand, man. I, I am 38 years old. Um. When these songs came out, I was. And I was I was a teenager and into my twenties. Me too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, a lot of motherfuckers gonna be like, "Y'all like that shit? Fuck yeah, we like that yes, shit." Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Because I, I had a lot of slack too for like, being a soldier boy fan. If you was my age and you like, I wouldn't listen to the bad one. I wouldn't fucking listen. So you a fucking lie, my nigga. Right. I got a lot of flack for listening to um, Soldier Boy in my twenties, and then. People looked at me sideways when I bought um, Bow Wow's first album. I was a senior in high school buying Bow Wow's first album. And I was like, I don't know what it is about this little boy, but I like it. And I'm going to bump that shit. And the, the car that I had, I had speakers in the trunk, and I will bump that shit. Like, riding down the block, I didn't give a damn. I was bumping Beware of Dogs. And if you was riding with me, you was singing that shit right along with me. Listen. I can call ten OGs right now, and then and, and and I will not lie. Every last one of them I've been in their car with, and they always had a Bow Wow album because Bow Wow had slap on four or five albums. He did. He, he had did. slap on, and OG niggas used to ride to that shit. Yeah, like I, you know what I wanted to play some shit that uh my uh my OG nigga used to play all the time, man. That uh that jagged edge and Bow Wow. Thank you. I wanted them to play the Jawa and Jagged Edge Baby. You remember that song? I remember that. Joe, I wanted them to play that. that now that motherfucker knock right there. Oh, I wanted him to play that, but it would have slowed it down. I get it. He was too hot to be playing that. But, uh, yeah. So Glenn says, 
This is why I didn't watch that shit. I don't know. Most of them soldier songs. I know Bow Wow from the radio. Yeah, you too old, Gwen. <laughs> yeah. You too old. How old are you, Gwen? How old is Gwen? 40. Oh, man, come on. You ain't too old, man. You were just, you were just one of them niggas who was like, I ain't listening to that young nigga shit. Right. He's he too old in the head. He too old. Yeah, you too old in the head. And please, I hope you change your format, cause like, uh, uh, little baby and like, uh, 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 um, um, shit, uh, Harbo, my nigga Jack Harlow. Like, it's a lot of young niggas. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, like Like I said, like I said, when we did the um, Migos review, like I became an NBA young boy fan. Like he's NBA young boy. Yeah, he's dope. But yeah, so um, going back to the verses, um, Soulja Boy played Yes, Bitch, which I knew he was going to play. Like, he had to get into that producer bag and pull out that Nicky card. Because Yes, Bitch, I used to play on repeat. Um, And that was up against basketball. Now, me personally, I feel like Yes, Bitch should have won, but I understand why if you feel otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I love, hey, I, I, because, hey, I was yesterday years old when I knew, when I found out Soldier Boy produced that. Shut up, really? Real shit, I really, wow. I, I, legitimately, I legitimately just thought that was just, uh, just him uh, on the hook? one of them trash, no, not trash beats, but, uh, one of them beats that Nicki was just like, I rap on, and I make anything cold. Okay, wow. Um, <laughs> So Glenn says I'm rich to factor and mess in the ride to this day. See. First of all, if you still listening to mess, you need to uh contribute to his GoFundMe page and get that nigga out for them uh cocaine clap. Okay, because uh I'll tell everybody to pay their best hand. I always everybody and, and that's no disrespect to mess, because shout out to mess, because that nigga was hard. Mm-hmm. But if you are a mess fan to this day, please find out what's going on with that nigga. Go fund that nigga. Do whatever you got to do because that man doing bad right now for me. Yeah. I didn't believe it until I saw the videos he was uploading myself and I was like, God damn. But this, is, this isn't about mess. Um, <laughs> right. Derek says, this generation not really on pop shit like it was back in the day. They censored the kids more now. They put their own shit out. Yeah, I agree, but that's, I mean, I agree rather, but that's the reason why I said like, uh, Soldier Boy can play Yes Bitch now. I mean, not Yes Bitch, but um, was Y'all Bitch. Yeah, he can play yeah. Y'all Bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like now, like I get it back when he was 17, 18 years old, he couldn't put that on an album. But now he's like, what, 30? 30 something, maybe? He's he 30 something, man. Yeah, like he could, he can play that now. He can play the real versions of those songs now. Like, the versions of the songs that were only on YouTube, and when he put them out on the album, he had to clean them up. Like, he can play those songs now. But, yeah, he didn't. Um, so, yeah, so, um, the next one was All the Way Turned Up um, Against Where the Party At remix. That's a hard-ass round. That's a hard round, slug for slug. But it goes to where the party at remix. You think so? Yep. Because of uh, you know, where the party at remix, 
had Bow, it had Jagged Edge, it had Nelly. You know, the only reason why I wouldn't give it to the remix, and I would give it to All The Way Turned Up, because All The Way Turned Up was the original song, and it was a movement. Where the party at was a dope-ass song and a huge hit before the remix. It was a huge hit before the remix. That's the on, that's the only reason why I would give it to All The Way Turned Up. Because it, cause where the party at remix did not need the remix. It was already a, a ridiculous hit. Um, The next one... Soldier pissed me off with this round. Not because of his song selection, but because of him playing the whole song. He did not need to play this whole fucking song. Because uh, first off, the song ain't even that good. He got the, And the killer part is that Soldier got the best part. But um, he played LOL Smiley Face up against Out of My System. LOL Smiley Face, he did not need to play the whole song. No. No, he didn't. But that shit was annoying that he was doing that. Um, the next one, <laughs> the next one was dope. Uh, let me get them up against. Oh, I think they like me. Them franchise boys, and that's the remix. Um, for me, let me get them was a big song. However, oh, I think they like me was a ridiculously big song, especially when they hit them with the remix. So, of course, it's going to go to, oh, I think they like me. But exactly. I'm not going to downplay. Shoot out. Hey, shoot out. Hey, that was a big song. Um, it, it, it was. It, it was um, it was marginally big. Yeah. I give you. Yeah. It was marginally big. Yeah, and that's one of them early songs. Early songs. Um, And then... This is another this is another round where he pissed me off because he played the whole song. Um which this is the crazy part. Um Drake was in the comments and Drake, and Drake said, "On God, had he called me, I would have showed up and performed this song." And had Drake performed this song, Drake I would have won. It wouldn't yeah, matter exactly. what it would God, what I would play. Huh? If he would have got Drake out there, he would have fucking won. Yeah. And Drake said in the comments, on God, if he would have called me, I would have showed up and performed. But he played the re he played the We Made It remix um up against the side to side with the with Three Six Mafia. I didn't even know Bow Wow knew Three Six Mafia, let alone had a song with Three Six Mafia. That's sad, because you ain't you a Three Six Mafia fan? I was a Bone fan. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. I, I, I yeah, I, I confused that. Hypnotized minds with bones. So yeah, yeah, you right. Yeah, like I like them now, but back then we was beefing. So. Yeah, I was about to say yeah, y'all was beefing heavy, man. You, yeah. you, you told them niggas quit stealing bars. Basically, but um, yeah. So that was cool to see DJ Paul though. That was cool. Um, the next one is. It Take Two, My Baby. I don't even know what song that is. Up Against Fresh As I Miss. Fresh As I Miss, of course. And then... Uh, crank That, Up Against Let Me Hold You, and Like You. 
Um, Bow Wow could have played a million songs up against Crank That. Crank That would have won. Period. Crank That. Crank That's so good. Yeah, it, it. That's a staple. Like, I know kids. I it's kids at the school that I work at to this day that still play. Uh, uh, crank that soldier boy. Yeah. Right. Glenn said, put some respect on Lindsay Bone. Absolutely. Thanks. <laughs> you got to, like, nigga, man, she, man, listen. Stupid. <laughs> at, the end, at the end, they play, they um, perform Marco Polo together. Now, if we just gonna be real, and I thought this from the very first time I saw uh, the video for Marco Polo. Soulja Boy washed Bow Wow on Marco Polo. Like, we just gonna just keep it 1,000. He washed him on Marco Polo. You think so? Yes! Yes! First off, the song, the way the song um was formatted and all that kind of stuff that was that was um soldier boy's bag that was the type of music that soldier boy was making uh bow wow wasn't making that type of music that that he was um that marco polo is that that finger snap chant music type shit like that was a soldier boy vibe all day you know what i'm saying that finger snap shit like bow wow wasn't doing that so that was like a subgenre that he was tapping into when he did Marco Polo. So if we just start right there, yes, he's gonna wash him. That's just like like Notorious Thug. Biggie went and did what Bone thug, what Bone does. You know what I'm saying? So of course, Bone is is living and breeding this shit. So of course they're gonna sound ten times better than Biggie, even though Biggie sounded great on it. I was about to say, but Biggie bodied that shit, though. Biggie sounded great on it, but compared to Crazy Bone and Busy Bone and Lazy Bone, come on now. Come yeah. on. Yeah, Busy. If you're going to prepare, if you're going to compare verses for verses, yes, Biggie sounded amazing, but that ain't Biggie's lane. That ain't. You know what I'm saying? Just like that ain't Bow Wow's lane, and that's the reason why he got bodied on his own track. I just didn't think he got bodied. I think, I mean, I, 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 I always thought that. I, yeah, I didn't think he got bodied. I can't, I can't say, you know. Yeah. I, I think he held his own on that shit. He did, he did hold his own, but I just always thought that he got bodied on his own track. Damn. Yeah, I did. Now, um, let's pull up what Twitter had to say. Hold on. Because Twitter has some good ones. Excuse me. So, yeah. <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> this one says Little Romeo, Bow Wow, and Soldier Boy on stage together. <laughs> and that's the um for the people that are just listening. That's the uh the performance that Jay Z and Alicia Keys did where Little Mama got on stage. 
So then the next one is um, me after cranking that soldier boy for 30 seconds. And it's a basketball player on the side, tired as hell. And hey, real shit. Right. Everybody cranked that soldier boy. Hell yeah. I was in a club cranking that soldier boy in heels back in the day. So, yes. So, this one says, me excited about Crank That Soldier Boy 2007 and me excited about Crank That Soldier Boy 2021. And that's <laughs> an old picture of iCarly and a new picture of iCarly. And they both got the same face. <laughs> and then this one is, Soldier not using Get Silly or My Dougie makes 2000 me, 2008 me upset. And it's a picture of Soldier Boy crying, which I, I'm in agreement with. I didn't understand why he did not play those songs. Like, if you got my Dougie in your bag, why would you not pull that out? But anyway. Like I said, man, this nigga was up there higher than motherfucking Eagle Feet. Yeah. And, and, and Bow Wow probably told him, like, Hey, boy, don't play that shit, man. You know that shit whack. And he's so high, he's like, yeah, man, that shit whack, man. Play some of my new shit. Like, right. he was fucked up. Play man. Make It Clap again. Like, no. But anyway, um, next one says, Soldier Boy done brought out Romeo and the entire staff of ICDC College on stage. <laughs> it's somebody <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and that's when I was like, Romeo is his father's son. Because if you've seen any No Limit performance, they had a million people on stage with five people rapping on the song. Like, they always brought out a million people. And on top of that, um, Bow Wow was bringing out uh, rap snacks. He was wearing Mayati. Yeah. He was telling people yeah. to go to Mayati.com. Like, on top of that, on top of being long-winded, giving everybody their flowers, and then comparing himself to Kobe. He did compare himself to Kobe. He should have left himself out of the equation and just said, you're the MJ and you're the LeBrons. But no, he had to throw himself in there. But I was just like, okay. Anyway, um, the next one is old niggas is mad soldier boy for mad at soldier boy for making kids want to dance. What type of hateful shit is that? Exactly. Exactly. I never understood that either because folks used to be pissed. And I'd be like, okay, why are y'all mad? Like, my whole thing was was that everybody had um, a genre where they danced. It's just that Soldier Boy, he uh, started doing like whole routines. And, now, and if it wasn't for him, let's just be real, we would not have TikTok. That is a fact. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they do. That's all they do. You know what I'm saying? So, I got a couple of more. Hold on. And that's why, like, yes, it's a running joke that he's like, I'm the first this and I'm the first that. But he really was. He was the first on a lot of shit. And people don't want to give him his just yeah. due. You know? <clears throat> so, this one says, Soja, I didn't hear Bird Walk. Speakers going hammered, blow me kisses, or Soldier Girl. Hello. Right. He had so many good songs that he did not play. Um, this one says Bow Wow 
was the clear winner, but shout out to Soldier Boy for keeping the entertainment factor up too. I'm not mad at tonight. Yeah, I agree. And I said before, like a few days ago, I was like, this is going to be the most entertaining, entertaining one. <clears throat> this one says, this was the best verses so far, hands down. Bow Wow and Soldier Boy took us back to the good old days and the little shade they were throwing at each other was the icing on the cake. Best versus battle so far. I ain't gonna give it the best, but it's definitely up there though. Yeah, it's up there. Um, Soldier Boy watched Bow Wow something unholy on Marco Polo. I agree. Damn. Well, everybody think about I watched on Marco Polo, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna do my nigga bow with him like that, man. Fuck that shit. Oh, then look at this one. Um, whole time soldier had the big jokers. And that's um Drake in the comments saying, Drake, he should have hit me. I would have popped up on this on God. So yeah. I wish he would have caught out him. I wish he would have saved him. I wish he would have too. And then um, Nikki was in the comments, and she was like, you know, uh, you can't really play nothing after Crank That. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I agree. Like, Crank That should have ended the shit. Like, they should have played Marco Polo after that because they performed that together and called it a night. Because it literally, even though we know the shit go round for round and you tally up, and of course, about why wins when you do it like that. But... Bow Wow ain't got shit in his arsenal to go up against Crank That. He could have threw his whole catalog at Crank That and Crank That still would have won. Yeah, Crank I mean, Crank That is just that's a, that that that's a trophy. Like yeah. that's a real trophy. That's a We all we 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 talk shit, everybody, from the niggas that like uh Soldier Boy to the niggas that don't like Soldier Boy. We all talk this shit. What we don't, because we always, everybody talk about how he always say he's the first to do anything. But, damn all that. That nigga was really the first young nigga to play in a bag off of one song. Yeah. He played in a real bag off of Crank That. Like, all his other songs made him money. Don't get it twisted. But that was a bag of itself. Yeah. That's how he got signed. Yeah, that was a monster. That's how he got signed. Like, people wasn't using the internet like how he was using the internet back then. And then on top of that, like I said, we was doing dance. And Generations had dances, but it was just a dance. It wasn't a whole routine. Soulja Boy ushered in the whole routine to the song. And everybody doing the whole routine to the song. And... A lot of people was hating on that, but that made him viral times a thousand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And if it wasn't for Mr. Collar Park kids watching that shit on YouTube, doing the dance and shit like that, Mr. Collar Park wouldn't have never even known about Soldier Boy. You never. know what I'm saying? And he wouldn't have signed him. So that's, and, and before he even got signed to Mr. Collar Park, like he was already out here touring doing shows just off of him having internet success when we didn't even know what internet success was back then you know what i'm saying like people was not using that shit like that back then and he revolutionized the way that people looked at 
you know, the internet and how it can be lucrative in the music business. Like, he ushered in that shit. And so you got to put respect on that man's name. You got to. If if you don't do nothing else, you can never like a song he ever make. You can criticize the way that he raps. You can criticize the way that he make beats. You can do all that shit. But you got to put respect on that man's name for what he ushered in. He was a pioneer at a young age. He He couldn't even buy cigarettes when he was doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you got you gotta put respect on that man name, period. And it's just so crazy to me that people just now putting respect on that man's shit when he did that Breakfast Club interview two years ago. And I've been making this argument since day one. But I, I just be thinking about like um because you know, and for soldier to think like that at a young age, he's a very intelligent person. Mm-hmm. I just uh I wonder, like, I, I'm always in my uh, fucking uh, crazy what if bag, and like, like, what if he was smart enough and not always high as giraffe whiskers to to like actually monetize everything that he did? Soldier boy, soldier boy, would be a e billionaire without the white husband. Yeah, yeah, but you because, know what he did though? He did, um, which is which is very smart in the long run now because we see how things are going with these dancers. Excuse me. He was taught how to um, copyright the dances because he said that's the reason why you'll never see Crank That Soldier Boy in um, video game dances and shit like that because and you're seeing like all these other dances in there because the other dances aren't copyrighted but You'll never see anybody else making money off of him that he ain't making money from because he copyrighted that shit. So mm-hmm. I thought that was hella smart when he said that. And then and then you look at it and you're like, he's right. Like, I would love Fortnite. To, I would love to see Fortnite pay that nigga to uh, crank that. Right, but they but you know they're not gonna do that. You know they're not. They're they gonna get all these Fortnite other little dances that. that are free. They're gonna take all these other little dances that the folks like that are free. And and make ridiculous amounts of money off of it. These niggas are stupid, man. These motherfuckers talk that monetizing shit, but motherfuckers don't know really know what monetizing is, man. Mm-hmm. I had an old white man tell me that shit, and I didn't I didn't know what monetizing was at the time, so I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. But now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes sense. So I think he said Mr. Collapart taught on that. So shout out to him if he did. Man, shout out to Mr. College Park. Yeah, just shout out to him, period, for giving him his um his shot. Yeah, but um, anyways, uh, and allowing him to get the bag. Yes, like Mr. College Park didn't fuck Soldier Boy. Right. We ain't got a Mr. College Park sad song. Right, right, exactly. We yeah. don't. We ain't got a puffy story about Mr. Collar Park, which is dope because he was able to get a bag and and let that man get a bag. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So definitely shout out to him, you know, and not just, you know, throwing him off to the side like, oh, this is some little kid shit, you know. He may not 100% understood because there was a lot of people that didn't. Even in the after show, Timberland was talking to both of them and he was like, he didn't get it in the beginning, you know. So he may, so Mr. Callapart may not 100% understood, but he respected it, you know, and he saw the vision for it. So definitely shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah, but it was definitely an entertaining versus. 
Um, I had fun watching it. I had fun rapping along. Um, I'm glad that it, it finally came to fruition. This one totally made more sense to me than Romeo and Bow Wow. Because it's like, come on now. Bow Wow, I mean, Romeo ain't got enough hits to do. A five it, it, five it, I, I never understood why they was going to do that. I'm like, man, he going to play a bunch of them, them motherfucking No Limit hits that ain't nobody heard of? Right. Right. Because everything that Romeo played when he came out there for them little couple of minutes, I did not hear. I had never heard none of them songs. Like, by the time Romeo came out, I was like, okay, one, two, three, that's enough. I'm cool with being a Bow Wow fan, but this Romeo shit, I'm, no, I'm straight. And it wasn't even, like, good quality music. No. I don't think so. Personally, so. But, yeah, Glenn says, like A said, everybody eats B. Yeah. 100. So. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. So, um, next up is the Harder They Fall trailer review. Um, basically, it's a movie that's coming out soon. They didn't give an exact date, but it's a Netflix movie that it looks like is going to be in the theaters as well. And they dropped the trailer for it. Um, it ha- it looks like if not right after slavery it was during slavery uh, i couldn't tell which was which could you tell i definitely think it was after slavery after slavery okay yeah glenn says <laughs> romeo was doing old silk the so- shocker song <laughs> you're probably right Shit. hey hey you can't hold that yeah Either way it go, you know, you, y'all know my opinion on self. Yeah. We'll move on. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, The Harder They Fall is starring Idris Elba, Regina King, Jonathan Majors, Lakeith Stan- Stanfield, Zazie Beetz, Delroy Lindo, um, to name a few. And... The trailer just dropped a few days ago. Basically, what it's about is uh, it's an American Western film directed by Jamie Samuel, who co-wrote the screenplay for, or, or who co-wrote this screenplay with Boaz Yankin. Um, and it's set to uh, be released this year. No shit, Boaz co-wrote that? Okay, yeah. all right. I wouldn't even pay attention. Yeah, so basically, what it looks like it's a it's a Western movie. It looks like they broke. I'm not, I have no idea who Boy is. Is I'm just talking shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says. Um, hold on. When an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites the gangs to seek revenge in this Western. And to me, it looks pretty freaking awesome. I'm trying to find the biggest screen to watch this on. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, watching the trailer, uh, it was a very, very dope trailer, mm-hmm. by the way. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. Um, it's probably one of the most anticipated westerns uh, for me since The Quick and the Dead. Um, 
it's been westerns that they, you know that came out that I've watched. They was good westerns, but uh, I've never like actually was like I'm going to see this. Yeah. Like if you know what I'm saying, like uh, the closest thing to that, like I said, is the Quick and the Dead. Like that was the the, the before this one, the only western where I was like, yeah, I can't wait for this motherfucker to come out. Was that, and, and that had big stars and a and a great uh fucking plot to it. Uh, and this has great stars and reading it, hopefully that, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they write a good plot into it. Yeah. It, it looks like it may be a good plot, you know? Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely hyped to see this movie. Um, it looks like Regina King is like such a badass in the movie, which she plays those roles perfectly being a badass. Hey, she came a long way from getting beat up by the nigga that nut quit. Who is that? Regina King. Who did she get beat up by? Oh, you uh, talking uh, about poetic justice? I'm about to say you uh, niggas, you, you gonna act like you gonna act like you you remember poetic justice, goddamn right? You talking about Chicago? Hey, Chicago beat that bitch ass. Yeah, she came a long way from being Brenda. She did come a long way from being Brenda. That's where I thought you was going with that, uh, with that comment. Nah, nah, I, I, I went straight poetic justice. Right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, she definitely has come a long way. Um, it just looks like this is just a greatly put together movie, and I can't wait to watch it. I hope we're right. I hope, I hope it lives up to the hype from this trailer because the trailer was great. The trailer, the trailer got, got me like, yeah, the trailer got me like, big names and, and good up and comers. Right, right. The trailer got me like, I definitely got to find the biggest screen to watch this. I want. I, I think we as a black people, like, even if this movie bombs, like, not doing that because I want to give every everything like super respect and super props, but. I think uh, we we should do that, man. We we watch Tyler Perry and still don't formulate Tyler Perry's method, like, and that made him a billion dollars. And I don't know why niggas don't do it. Like, start putting act, you know what I'm saying? The 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 veterans with the rookies, man, and and, and letting them motherfucking uh, the acting prowess bow it out. Like, you know, you you can tell who. That's how you can solidify who's about to be, you know, one of the best. Who's about, you know, you might want to go to TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to start doing that. White people do it all the time, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll they'll get all the young, good up-and-comers, and, they'll, and they'll put five bets with them. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we this movie looks like it's one of those, and we should, we should try to keep that format. You know, just... One, it'll keep all actors paid. Two, it'll keep all actors in their lanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so so a nigga won't jump off the building, you know what I'm saying, and and, and, and crash and burn on a uh because he jumped off a fifty uh fifty four uh fifty four foot uh jump. Mm-hmm. Like you know. Yeah, I see what you're saying on that. Um, I don't know. I just. 
I just don't want to say anything with Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry is such a different someone. Tyler Perry is okay. Let's see because we gonna go somewhere else. Because I was gonna, I don't know. No, that's another topic. Yeah, we're um, gonna go there. What I'm saying in the same format of, you know, because when Tyler Perry was getting big at one point, he would get a bunch of young, young up and coming stars or young unknowns, and he'll put three or four good veterans with him. Mm-hmm. So that's the format I'm saying. We should start looking at from here on out as far as getting our black actors out there, man. Because yeah. it's a lot of real good, talented black actors, it and is. they resort to small places because don't nobody want to try to give them the platform to even in that small place be big. Right, right. I I agree with you on that. You know, um, because that would that would put a lot of shine because you're already gonna get the box office with that one major person. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you team them up with a bunch of talented actors that 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 people don't know, then that could get eyes on them. Exactly, it, really it makes sure with. like 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 we just said, everybody eats me. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, I I I agree with that. I agree with that. It's just Tyler, Lord. But anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. Tune in next week, y'all. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, getting on Tyler Perry. Yeah, so um, so that was the trailer. We're we're anticipating it. They haven't um released the date on when it's coming out, but the trailer just dropped like a couple days ago. So again, like Lily said, if you haven't watched it already, um, I definitely will encourage you as well to go watch the trailer because the trailer is awesome, you know. So um starts out out the gate being awesome but um the next up is fatherhood um that is a movie that came out right before father's day on netflix it stars kevin hart um and i heard it was based on a true story but it has kevin hart Alfre Woodard, um, Lil Rel, Paul Reiser, Frankie Faison, and amongst other people. And basically, it is about a man who is married. He, uh, him and his wife was about to have a baby. They had the baby. Then I, I'm assuming it was the next day after they had the baby. Um, the wife, she suffered a blood clot going straight to her heart and she died or to her lungs and she died. And, um, so he was forced into this role of being a single father. Um, not only was he mourning his wife, he had to take care of his newborn baby and had to deal with the wife's mother who low key wanted to take the baby away from him. Well, it wasn't low-key, but she wanted to take the baby away. Very active. Yeah. She did everything outside of going to the courts. So, um, he had to find some the inner strength that he did not know he had to figure out life out. And I think it was a very good movie. What are your thoughts on it? 
yeah, um, I thought it was a, a, a awesome movie. I really, um, okay, because I don't want to seem, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to word shit, and I'm just not going to try to do that. Um, <laughs> I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying my best not to like this movie. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I hate that. It, I hate that I got that flower in me. But I was just like, it's not. If it's not funny, it ain't gonna be good for Kevin because every uh, the last not funny movie that he did was not good. So um, what movie was that? What movie are you referring to? That movie with him and uh, dude from Breaking Bad. That movie was good. What are you talking about? The, the ending of that was terrible. And I'm always had about funny ending. parts in it. I'm always about it. If it ends bad, the movie is not good. That movie was good. And that was based on a true story, too. Yeah, that, that was based on a true story. But I couldn't, I don't have anything to say about this one. This one was really fucking awesome to me. This was a real good movie. I was very surprised that um, everybody was able to turn on the funny and turn off the funny when needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. fun fact, uh, I started getting really scared because, like, I, um, a couple of our viewers that listen, you know, they know I'm about to be a father. And so, uh, that, that blood cop shit is actually not uncommon. And that yeah. fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah. So it's almost a trigger. Yeah. And so I, I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, I don't give a fuck if a nigga want to check my gangster or whatever. When Kevin cried when his wife died, and because of what I'm going through right now, I watered up like a motherfucker. I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. I didn't, like, shed no tears, but I could feel the water coming into my fucking eyes, man. Like, yeah. that, like it's an emotional thing. I went, I'm not one of them niggas that just got a baby mama, like. Like, I got a girl. My girl lives here. I get to rub the belly every day. I get to see her. I get to experience everything she experiences. So um, I was able to emotionally connect with that. Like, what happens when that whole connection gets cut? Mm-hmm. So that, like, I I, I want to say triggered, but I think, but it wasn't triggering. Like, oh, my God, fuck this movie. I'm going to have years of fucking counseling. But it, it, it hit home really tough, especially yeah. for someone who is a father or about to be a father. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I was worried about you with this movie. Yeah, that, because you know everything going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it, it, that a lot of that triggered the fuck out of me. Like, I, I, had, to, I, I had to really, like, laugh and be like, boy, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. Like a lot of <laughs> a lot of that shit. Like I man, you don't have you have no idea. Yeah. No, no, I don't have no idea. You're right. And I feel like I feel like even for a person that's never been in that situation and a person that's about to be a parent and a person that has been a parent for so many years, like there was there was parts of it that you can understand and acknowledge and relate and all that you know um 
because that got to be one hell of a situation to be in. You know, like your whole world changes in a matter of a couple of days. Like that was wow. But (laughs) people are are thrown into that situation, you know. It's unfortunate. It's... (laughs) I'm laughing and I'm I'm coughing and shit, but I'm, I'm this is this is me, y'all. I'm sorry. This is me keeping myself from having like a real nervous breakdown. Like like the scene with uh, well, not even the scene. Um, when he acknowledged that he didn't even he didn't even put up the crib yet. I haven't put up my baby's crib yet, and I just start thinking about all what could happen. Like I know I'm dwelling on that shit, but. During the movie, I was thinking that, like, what if I have to do this alone? Or what if she has to do this alone? Mm-hmm. Like, I was, you know what I'm saying? I'm not one of them people. I big up my girl all the time. So I, I, I just, I'm like, I don't know. I I couldn't, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do raising a part of her without her. So, yeah. That, but that's what made the movie good to me because it was very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it made it made you feel like, okay, there's no way that you could ever prepare and that's okay. Mm. Like and that was symbolized exactly. that that's was symbolizing okay. the in the crib not being put together. Like it's okay. You know? You're gonna figure it out. And it's gonna be fine. You know. So but and, and that it was his friends, his lifeline was great, you know what I'm saying, through that because even he was fighting more of trying to prove something. Mm-hmm. You know, he was trying to prove that he could actually do this, but his friends, you know, his his lifeline and his friends was like, you know, you got to give yourself a break. You can't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But I get it. I mean, you know, putting in them shoes, man, it's like, you know, you feel like that sole responsibility is yours, and then that's locked in. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, Glenn says, real men cry. It's okay, brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's okay. Like, yeah, no, it, I didn't cry, though. Right. So, like, nah, my, my eyes, why? I'm gonna keep it 100. Like, nigga, right. I... What's that shit? I welled up like a motherfucker, but I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Almost yeah, like, uh, what's toe. that movie? Uh, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. When that, <laughs> when that cartoon dude said it to me, he's like, get, get back up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened, man. I said, nigga, get back up there, right. man. What the fuck are you doing? Right. No, you stubbed your toe. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shit happens. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to say, Lil Real did a great job. Yeah. He Lil did. Real played the awkward friend to a T. That other dude did too. He was really uh, uh, awkward. Uh, damn. What was his? What's his name? Yeah, he played that shit uh, cold too. Yeah, they were they were both awesome. I think everybody did a really good job. I wish we would have saw. Um, Alfred Woodard more, but I get it. But yeah, um, we didn't we didn't need the story to to go left 
if we would have if we would have saw her more, the story would have had to go real left. It would have so, had to. Yeah. So I get it. But um I just I just like Alfrey Wooder. I like seeing her on the screen. Um yeah, but, she good. What's your favorite Alfie Wood wrote? <laughs> um I think Holiday Heart. Yeah. That's my favorite role. Yeah. I love Alfie Wood as a crackhead. That yeah. what made me understand that she can act for real. Yeah, yeah, because I mean she was good at other stuff. She was awesome at other stuff like the family that prays, of course. Um Crooklyn, of course. She was good when she was on Desperate Housewives. Like mm-hmm. she, she's done great things. It's just something about that holiday heart. It was, it, it was, it was the because you are for one for a brief moment. I don't know. Listen, if you're younger than motherfucking thirty five, you're not gonna understand what I'm about to say right now. But we understood the upper echelon of what she was as far as acting. Like she didn't have no petty ass role. She didn't have the garbage man two role or uh, maid number three. She always been stand uh, up front, standing up, being the best motherfucker out loud vocal actor right there at, at any movie she did. She wasn't number two lady unless it was a white woman there, but she was, you know what I'm saying, straight super support. Yeah. So for her to play a fool ass dope fiend. That just, for me, that just put the stamp on the head on how cold she is. Because I've always seen her being upper echelon or maybe refined old lady or maybe cool street or maybe somber. I'm not in the streets no more, but don't get it twisted. I know what the streets is like. We've seen all those. Yeah, we did. We didn't see. Hey, 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 you know, I I, I just wanted to see how you was. You look good, baby. You look look good. What's holiday? (laughs) We never seen that, bro. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. And, and so she played it. She played it to a T. She played that shit hard. Yeah. I was like, damn, Alfred is cold. Yeah. Yeah, she's dope. She's dope. Um, but yeah. But yeah, but like if anybody hasn't seen Fatherhood, I would definitely suggest it. Um, make sure ain't nobody cutting onions. Make sure you prop your feet up and don't stub it. Right. You know, so... But that's. That. I mean, it's, it, it, uh, nah, let, uh, you know, because I got to be me. I got to be the asshole. Okay. Only only people that she's saying that to is motherfuckers that give a fuck about their kids or the person that they with. Let's keep it 100. You're you not going to do none of that shit if you a nigga that ain't never had a girlfriend or don't, ain't never had a boyfriend or ain't got no kids. You're just going to be like, oh, it was a whatever movie. You know, it was cool. They did a good job. Like, that's what you, nah, you ain't gonna feel it like a motherfucker that actually had to do this. And that includes aunties and uncles. It's gonna be aunties and uncles to feel the movie better than you do. Yeah, I give you that. I give you that. Yeah, but, I mean, if you don't feel the movie, it's because you're trying not to. That's how that's how I would think of it. Like you're trying not to. Like you're going into it. Like I'm not gonna be a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. But I mean, if you got if you got a piece of a heart, 
you got to feel for that situation. Yeah, some of that shit going to be emotional. And hey. The, and the, cra- the great part about the movie is that they don't dwell in that. Like, you're there because it, cause it is what it is. But, you know, some movies, they like to dwell in it and pull on every piece of your heartstring because yeah. that's their intention. But this movie, is it doesn't have the intention to pull on all your heartstrings. Like, they're going to get pulled because of the situation regardless. But it, do, it does have some upbeat times. It does have some funny moments, you know. And they're like it's, like, organically funny. It's not like I'm trying to make a joke funny. Right. So, um, I like the one scene where uh, at the funeral, the lady was trying to whisper, you know, when they was talking about how's he doing and all this extra and how's he going to do this. And that lady was like, well, you, we always know Mike been extremely immature. And so when they seen him, they was like, hey, baby, how you doing? And he looked her dead in the face and was like, being extremely immature. Like, bitch, mm-hmm. don't you know what I'm saying? Don't right. be trying to sneak this me like in my own household. Right. I think that was his mama. No, that wasn't his mom. You sure that wasn't his mama? I'm sure that wasn't his mom. I know that was the girl's mama. That it was the girl that. mama talking to somebody else. That wasn't his mama. Okay. I thought it wasn't his mama. Nah, that wasn't his mama. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was. He handled it. He handled it good. Yeah, that that shit, man. <laughs> it was so many parts that triggered the fuck out of me, man. That shit is crazy. We could do like a fucking thirty minute segment on that shit. Yeah, yeah. Or just experiencing being a father now, and then actually raising kids before now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was no. I remember I was late to pick up uh Diana from a soccer game because I was getting some pussy. Not a soccer game, soccer practice. Because I was getting some pussy. I was so motherfucking upset in myself. Like, I hit the, I was hitting the steering wheel and everything. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Wow. Priorities, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I stopped talking to that bitch and everything. And that wasn't her fault? It wasn't. But it was the fact that I was fucking when I was supposed to be into this fucking soccer practice. And she was just sitting there like, goody do. Goody do. You know, luckily, I wasn't too late. Because, you know, it was still okay, like a little... Okay, so what, what is late? What is late? Like, what time was soccer practice over? Soccer practice probably was over at like 6 o'clock. I want to say 6 o'clock, and I probably got there at like 6.20. A whole 20 minutes. Okay, so they probably was still out there. Yeah, they was, yeah, it was, like I said, the bus to take other people was still there. It was a couple parents that were still picking, and like, the kids were just chilling, so I was, but I was still mad as fuck. Yeah. Right, because you knew before you had to go pick her up, and what time to pick her up. Didn't pay attention to how long I was going to be fucking. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> oh, Lord. Right. <laughs> not nah, real shit, because I thought it was going to be like a quick little, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know. 
had to be something because I know I got there. I didn't get there like at like five thirty, knowing I had to be there at six. Now I think I got there at like four thirty, four forty-five. And just so went there after you dropped off Rich. That would have made more sense. That was the thing. I couldn't do that because her daughter was coming home, and her daughter didn't know me. And so I wasn't about to slide in there in, in the middle of the afternoon to fuck. Well, outside of the middle of the evening, I mean, you know, most of us eating dinner at that time. I'm, I'm coming through so your mama can be like, "Hey, leave me alone for an hour and a half." (laughs) At seven (laughs) thirty, what the fuck is going on, mom? Right, we gotta put up the wallpaper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what to tell you outside of rescheduling. Yeah, day. I mean, you know, that was mm-hmm. nor here nor there. Like, you mm-hmm. know, shit, I'm with my girl. So now I ain't worried about that. Like, yeah. if I'm late for soccer practice, it's because we fucking each other and we just we end up late. We just both show up. Like, ah, oh, shit, whatever. We want to go eat McDonald's? Like, we going to make this shit up. <laughs> yeah, y'all show up disheveled. Okay. Like, yeah, we was doing landscaping. I bet right. you were. I bet girl, you were. Remember that pony you said you wanted? We was trying to chase it down. We couldn't right. catch it. You know, we tried. <laughs> Right, we ran into a deer brook. Man, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Get in the car. We're, we're, we're trying to track that bitch tomorrow. Right. So, anyway, so that's the fatherhood movie. <laughs> so, um, did you make your list for your lottery? You said, did I make my list for my lottery? Yeah, for your top five lottery. Nah. Okay, so we'll do that another day. So, next we're moving on to the fucked up song of the day. Um, This one comes to you by Johnny Taylor. And the song is titled, Who's Making Love? So, let me pull it up. Yep, Johnny motherfucking Taylor. As he is affectionately known in his circles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, here you go. Yeah, them, them people that love him, that's what they say. Johnny motherfucking Taylor. Right. Give me that. Why you 
let's go through the lyrics. So, all you fellows, fellows, gather around me. Wait, hold on. Glenn says something. He says, it was a lot of, wow. You always got to go there, bro. Hey, listen, bro. Um, you and this fascination with Harry Pussy, man. We're we going to have to have an intervention or something. Because, like, God damn. Like, every time you look up, man, you like, Harry Pussy. Like, God, my nigga. Like, we could never, like, if we ever bossed up on the ish we talking, like, went somewhere where they, like, sell pussy, you cannot leave the hotel room, man. <laughs> Because they're going to have exactly what you want. They're going to bring a bitch named Bro Hemdy with, like, the hairiest pussy in. Your dick going to be hard as motherfucking Chinese algebra. Like, God damn. Oh, my God. The fascination is unreal. Yeah. Like, huh. This nigga, he's seen Johnny Taylor, and he's 10 men up. The amount of hairy pussy that nigga was getting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what sparked his intrigue, man. Like, God damn. Of all things that you could have thought about with this song, your mind went to hell. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's what that nigga's on, man. <sighs> anyway. Jeez Louise. Back to the lyrics. <clears throat> <laughs> um, all my fellows gather around me and let me give you some good advice. What I'm gonna gonna ask you now, you better think about it twice. While you're out cheating on your woman, there is something you never even thought of. And that is who's making love to your old lady while you're out making love. Who's making love to your old lady while you're out making love? I've seen so, so many fellows all in that same old bag, thinking that a woman is made to, to be beat on and treated so bad. Oh, fellas, let me ask you something. I'm sure that you never even dreamed of, and that is who's making love to your old lady while you're out making love. Who's making love to your old lady while you're out making love? <clears throat> I know that other woman give the other excuse. I'm not trying to run your life. Boy, that's up to you. Oh, you. Oh, you. You, you. Reason why I asked this question, I used to be the same old way. When I decided, decided to straighten up, I found, I found it a bit too late. Oh, yeah. That's when it all happened. Something I never even dr ever dreamed of. Something, somebody was a loving my old lady while I was out making love. Somebody was a loving my old lady while I was out making love. Now who's making love to your old lady while you're out making love? Who's making love to your old lady while you're out making love? Mm. Thoughts? That was the whitest rendition of it I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, but, uh, I ain't got the pipes like Johnny Taylor, so I can't sing it. Um, the song, it, it, 
See, this is what really, really is dope about Johnny Taylor that don't nobody give him credit for. This was storytelling at his final. Hold on. Dude, it was a nigga with a pocket rocket just shot down here. I don't know if y'all. So y'all might have didn't hear me. Definitely. But, okay. <laughs> but nah, you know, Johnny Taylor was a great storyteller for this. This was a great um, cautionary tale for real. You know, it was, it, it was, verse for verse, it, it got better and better. Yeah, right, right, I agree. Because, you know, folks be so into their thoughts and into what they're doing that they don't even fathom the thought that it could be happening to them. They just take for granted and automatically assume that whoever they cheating on is just sitting at home waiting on them. And that could clearly not be the case. They could clearly be uh, aware of what the fuck you're doing and just like, fuck it, I'm going to do it too. You know I mean, yeah, you got to realize if you get yeah. comfortable with doing something, then your partner or whoever you with is going to, they're going to eventually find out what you're doing because you're too comfortable to hide it. Right. So if you're comfortable with always going out and, you know, fucking on other bitches, that shit is, she been doing that shit. You know, vice versa, like, you know, if the, if, if the nigga choose to be with you, he know you fucking other niggas. Like, he just got to figure out a way to keep you from doing that or do him without you fucking spazzing out. Like, I've seen plenty of relationships like that. Like, you get comfortable with doing something, man, everybody know. The fact is, it always be the motherfucker that do it first that want to spaz out on the motherfucker that, you know what I'm saying, that's just getting they tit for tat on. Like fair exchange, no robbery. Yeah. You know, who's making love to your old lady? That's a cautionary tale to them weak hearted niggas that see that shit and want to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They can't handle it even though they dishing the shit out. Yeah. 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 But <clears throat> I don't necessarily think it's a fucked up song, but. For somebody that's doing the dirt, doing the dirt, and feel like that dirt can't be done back to them, they can completely feel like it's a fucked up song. Well, that's why I like how, like how I ended because you know, it wouldn't have sound like he just made up out of nowhere. He seen somebody going through it. He mm -hmm. he sung it out of experience. Right, right. It wasn't from a place of judgment. It was a place from experience. It was like use me as an example. This is the shit that I went through, and that's how I can tell you. That you need right. to think about this shit before you continue. Most yeah. of you niggas been to kill her and killed yourself. Right. Right. You still got everybody in the house. Right. Out some shit oh, you some popped shit. off. So. You start you you played with this, man. You you opened up that Pandora's box. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So yeah, I think. I don't really give it. I, I don't. I, it's it's a fucked up song for the concept of it, but you know, I, you know, all our fucked up songs ain't really fucked up songs. Like, and this is one of them that ain't really a fucked up song. It's one of them. It's fucked up because it's like, damn, like, think about it, boy. That nigga, mm -hmm. ooh, that dude was butthurt. He made a whole song about it. Yeah, it's one thing, you know what I'm saying? To beat her up or shoot her or shoot the nigga or kill yourself. It's another thing to sit there and make a song. You have to think about this for days and right. sing this song for years. Right. And then don't let it be a hit. He's singing it for decades. 
Until you die, right. you gotta steadily cut yourself in the motherfucking neck. Right. Because everybody dead. wanna hear a nigga who making love to your old lady. Right. And even after you're dead, you're known for who's making love to your old lady. <laughs> your ghost just walking around clutching his pearls. Right. Every time, man. Right. Your ghost be like, damn, I should have never left Stacy. Right. <laughs> Right, she was the good one. She was the one that got away. Man, she was the winner, man. I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> man. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but shout, shout out to um, Johnny Taylor. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Johnny Taylor. Shout out to Johnny Taylor because, man, listen. Johnny Taylor was one of them, man, that continued to be uh relevant for years we gotta give him his respect for that man when i went back and started listening to a lot of shit i was surprised johnny came out so long ago i didn't know how old johnny was i didn't know that either like when we were supposed to do this song a few episodes ago that's when i looked it up and i was like this song came out in the 60s yeah yeah like the 60s was a really long time ago. So, yeah, I was I was shocked. I thought this song was a good 76, 77, you know. But nope. I just, I, I didn't even, I don't know what it was. I just didn't think he was that old. Like, to be in the music, in the music game since the 60s to, where was you? All of my life. Tell me where you have been hiding. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, nigga, that was 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, but just imagine, like, a lot of these OGs have been out for a really long time. Like, the OJs, I didn't realize until they did their verses that they they first started dropping songs and albums in the 50s. Like, I did not know that. That was wild. That's what I'm like, man. These niggas, you know what I'm saying? These niggas want to retire after seven years these niggas ain't shit mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well i ain't coming out with an album man. after my third album that's my last album Nigga, get the fuck out of here right. man Earth Wind and fire got 75 fucking nine albums right and they still torn but you want to stop after your third album it's like okay so like, you niggas ain't shit boy you yeah. niggas. y'all put a bad taste in, in the rap game out that's why i'm glad a lot of og rap niggas man still go out and do shows and shit a lot of niggas stop that bullshit, but nigga, I love when I hear Ice T got a show coming because I'm like, they keeping it, they keeping it alive for me because you know live shows is where it's at. Y'all can talk all y'all shit y'all want about, you know, nigga can just turn on that computer and all that shit. It's a whole different feel when you actually get to be there and see that shit. Right, right, right. It's that. And like niggas pay for that, nigga. Niggas pay for that. They'll never pay for an album, but they'll pay to go see that nigga at a show. Right, it's the crowd reaction. Like, going back to the verses with Bow Wow and um, Soldier Boy, when Bow Wow played Like You, they cut the song, and the audience was still singing. Yeah. Like, you'll never get that by just uploading shit to the internet. You you will only get that in the crowd performing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that... That spoke a lot, not to go backwards, but that that spoke a lot. And it was it was the Sierra part, and the Sierra part was hard to sing. 
you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's all about that crowd reaction sometimes, you know. Did it? He would have been a boss if he had got Sierra to come out there and do it. Oh, she would have never even. She wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. He would have been a boss if she if he would have got her, if he'd have convinced her to do it. I honestly feel like had he been a gentleman post breakup, she would have done it. But because he's been angry post breakup, and they they broke up like almost twenty years ago. But, yeah, I mean, we got buried a hatchet on that, man. Yeah, but I still ain't fucking with you. I'm not about to throw you a solid. And even if I yeah, was a sinner, I don't think her husband would have allowed, well, not allowed, but I don't think he would have been in agreement with her throwing him a solid. Like, just, just like like the future, like if Future did one. And he would have Well, no, Future, was, no, that's different because that's a, that's a bitch ass baby daddy. Yeah. Damn, I'm sure. that out loud. Um, well, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I like Future, man. I just don't like what he do with his kids, man. I think it's um, very uh, misogynistic and uh, no, 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 uh, narcissistic. Right. It's very narcissistic, and I I just don't, I I don't like, I would never, never do anything like that. I would not uh, play the chess game with my child as a pawn. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. Um, But yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. We, you, you started this shit. I you did. jumped back on that shit. I did. I did. But um, we, we, Johnny, I've never heard of Johnny Taylor doing playing that type of role with his kids, man. So yeah, yeah, I know. I haven't heard anything about him with his kids. So. Yeah, Good, bad, or indifferent. I haven't heard. Well, it was a different era back then. He, them kids knew uh, only speak when spoken to. Basically. All right. So, do you have any Jerry's final thoughts? I do have a Jerry's final thought. Um, uh, last uh, last weekend was Father's Day. I experienced my first Father's Day, um, and it was truly dope. It made me. It was weird because I, uh, you know, I've taken care of a lot of motherfuckers' kids, but I've never like had a Father's Day. You know, so it was kind of weird, and um, it started making me think about a lot of things, and um, actually, what a father is. So my um, my Jerry's final thoughts: I'm gonna give flowers because uh, me and my step pops, I we we really didn't have a real good relationship when I was uh, younger, and uh, one of it, uh, one of the uh, situations we ever had was uh, a situation where I was trying to go to college and so I needed my mother and my father to you know sign these fast uh, FAFSA pa- uh, papers um, and I wanted him to sign them and he didn't and he was like well go look for your real dad and uh, it wasn't it, I'm paraphrasing he didn't say it like that but he was more or less like go you know, your your dad can do it. And I was like mad at him and I didn't know what I'm saying. I didn't I didn't uh articulate what I wanted to say. And now that I'm a grown man, like uh I what I really wanted to say and what I should have said was I already did. Like 
you're my dad. I um I had you no know saying I got in my feelings and got real upset and was like mad at him about that. But I should have just been like, you know, gave him his flowers there. Like, you you the dad that I know, you're the dad that I have. Like, you know, it's not the uh uh what's the what's the saying? It's the it's the it's the evil that you're with. Or whatever it wanted uh I don't know how to say it, but you know, you're this is this is what I had. You know, I didn't I didn't know that back then and that caused a lot of cutting us. But even though I had that cut, he was he he was trying to show me a lot of shit. Like, you know, my step pops taught me a lot of things growing up and a lot of ways to hustle legally. And um I just wanna say now that I'm becoming a father, I really understand how hard it is. You know. Uh, well, not that I understand it, but I know, like, I'm going to go through some trials and tribulations, but, you know, when you work it out and you're a good person and you do everything with a with a good heart instead of a clouded heart, man, you know, your kids respect it and love it. So I want to give, uh, again, I want to give uh, my shout out and my flowers to my step pops, uh, Elvis Lewis Johnson. Don't talk shit because my uh, step pops name is Elvis. I think that was a real prominent name in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> um, but that's what's up, you know. You know, shout out, shout out to all the fathers, fathers to be. Yeah, yeah, shout out to all the dads, man. Yeah, yeah, to all the fathers, the fathers to be, real fathers, the bio fathers, the inherited fathers. You know, the fathers are trying. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, I ain't, you ain't gotta be the best. But you got to put the work in, man. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> yeah, we didn't get to film on Father's Day. So, happy Father's Day. Right. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to do that because I should have did that last week. But, like I said, it was my first Father's Day. So, I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, get jiggy with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's dope, you know. You know, because I know when we when we discussed it, you didn't realize that you get your flowers before the baby's here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, like she ain't even here yet. Like I'm doing this now, and they're like, yeah, nigga, it's she, she's here, nigga. She just right. there. Like, right, right. Just ain't matter yet. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like that was real dope. I was like, oh, okay, well, shit, all right, well, let's do it. Right, especially when you're already being a father. Before she's even here, you know what I'm saying? Because some people are not a father until they see the kid, you know? Yeah. But you're already you're already the father or acting fatherly. So, yes, of course you get your flowers before she's actually here. Yeah, that's fly. Like, I, I you know, I hate to sound cliche, man, but, you know, because people go through their own thing. But I don't know. Like, I'm glad I didn't have a, um, I didn't have a, uh, a relationship where when she uh, once we found out we was having a kid we we realized we wasn't compatible mm-hmm. you know I, I really thank god for that because that would have fucked me up like i'm i'm not you know what i'm saying uh i'm not one of the people that's gonna be this listen to everybody else like oh nigga, you can get through it nigga that will send me through uh <laughs> weeks of like spiraling down in my own self like yeah it's like yeah you waited all these years yeah 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 so i'm i'm very grateful of that i I always say because 
some people ain't blessed with that. And I can't, I, I don't never want to um, downplay um, fathers that aren't there because sometimes they aren't there for a reason. They try to, it's just a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some people, some people, you know, men and women, I know niggas that's just bitter. And I know women that are just bitter. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky of that. I'm I'm so grateful that I think like if anything was to happen, like God forbid, anything happens like that, we we would be able to cause, to uh, have an understanding because we we are really really cool with um not getting mad when the other one just no no it's like shuts down. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I'm saying? We just we try to figure it out, and if it is a point where you know we just we just can't do it anymore with each other. Like, you know, it's always spoken. Mm-hmm. Like she, She's a communication person and I'm not. So it sometimes it takes a while, but when it opens up, it opens up. And we never get mad at each other. That's some fly shit. We have arguments, but when we open up with each other, we don't get mad or argue. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope because everybody can't say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and we ain't probably like I said, we argue, but when it's serious, serious, we don't we don't have an argument over that. We have a real life discussion. Yeah. Yeah, and that's dope. That's dope that y'all have the um open line of communication. Cause that is vital for a relationship. Oh, and it was it's hard. I, that shit did not happen over we've been together three years. We probably been open and communicating for like 13 months. <laughs> so what do you think made the change? Um, I think two things. And I'm just speaking on myself. I can't speak for my lady. Um, one time she had had, we had had a conversation and she told me she know what she deserves. And, um, I'm one of them people that I, I don't I listen. I, I, I try to listen. I don't wanna I always have something to say before I listen to everything you say. So when I heard that, I start thinking about what I think she deserves. Like and I think highly of her. And if she knows what she deserves, I was just like, Well I I, I start thinking to myself, like, what can I do to you know what I'm saying to show her that she's getting what she deserves. Like, you know, not on no get back shit or nothing, you know, what can I do to show her that like, yes, you are worthy of everything you say you are worthy of. Now there's some things just out of my control because this motherfucker have, thinks that she can just uh get a house, uh, get a lake house somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, that don't, that don't work on a, on a regular man's salary. She's like, yeah, we can get a lake house somewhere and then have her own house. And I'm like, yeah, why you ain't playing the lottery yet, nigga? <laughs> but like things of you know just things that I can do like my, my my lady likes to go out she likes to um see things she just like you know like she likes to be out I'm a nigga that want to stay at home all day but I know what she deserves so I always be like let's do this let's do this or when she says she want to do this she don't mind doing this even when I'm tired uh I, you know what I'm saying if, if I have the time to do it and I say let's do it because I know she deserves that she's good mm-hmm. I mean I just look at things like that. And then the second thing that got us closer was 
um, I realized that my family didn't have anything against them. Like, um, it's one thing everybody have the cliche of saying, uh, the mama don't like her or the sister don't like her, you know, that, that shit, even in comedy shows and shit like that. I, I didn't have that. I thought that was fresh. I thought that was fresh that, um, that my, my people really was like, they like Jasmine. She matches your flop. So was that the first time that they've been like that? Nah, nah, it was, it was more just to getting to know her. But I'm saying, have they felt that way about others that you brought home? Fuck nah, they hated everybody I ever been with. Oh. Every everybody, and then they hypocrites because them motherfuckers would talk shit to me, but then be but be laughing and giggling in them hoes' faces. Well, they ain't trying to cause no harm. This is outside of me, though. Yeah. But... Like y'all, y'all hang out together. Like, stop saying you don't like this bitch if y'all hanging out together. Well, maybe they like them. In that realm, but just don't like them for you. Then say that. Well, I say that and I understand that more. Well, I guess they, I guess you understand me. it now if they're saying that she bat, that jazz matches you. So that's like a roundabout saying that everybody else didn't one hundred percent match you. Yeah. And that could be the problem. Like yeah, like I got an ex that everybody got along with. But in the same breath, everybody said he's not for you. You know what I'm saying? So it just is what it is. That could be it. They do. It'd it, it be cracking me up because they always ask me where she at. Yeah. I'm like, oh, call her. Why don't y'all call her? Why y'all calling me asking where Jasmine is? <laughs> yeah. Like, that don't make no sense. Like, yeah, she got a number, man. Down that motherfucker. Like I'm, she's not. I'm not in her back pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that, that was, that was, that was, uh, like I said, that was, that was a couple of things that I was just like, oh man, you know, she might be the one. Yeah, that's cool. I know. She seemed pretty cool from day one with me. So. I mean, I know she had her reservations, but she seemed pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but, she like a kid, man. You know, is she um not not downplaying or nothing, but you know how you know kids are intuitive and like they're uh you know, she's one of them that stand offish until she you know what I'm saying, until you like force her hand. Mm -hmm. Like a kid. Like you know how a kid won't say nothing until you just be like, you know what I'm saying, crack a joke or go over there and say something to him, tickle him. Whatever, let them look enough. That's what you you gotta you gotta make her do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Like I'm I'm gonna speak, I'm gonna be polite, but I'm not gonna like overstep and be like all in your face or anything like that. So so I I I totally get it. But um, but anyway, that is the issue we talk <laughs> episode twenty four. Um, and I guess we'll see you guys on episode 25. We are getting up there. We are at 25 next episode. That's dope. That is actually really fly. Like, yeah. 
25 in. Uh, the, the, the guest we had, uh, you know, the Super Glenn, Harry Puss Magnet. <laughs> hey, uh, I could read, I, I mean, I'm, I, I really respect and love, you know, the love that we do get, man. That's yeah. just why. Right. Lord Jesus. Okay, Glenn. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm saying, man. You never trust a nigga who always got, got a, a, a suspenseful ass mind, man. Right. This nigga is a suspect on everything right. he say. Right. Like, you can't trust this nigga, man. Some of that should be too hard for the motherfucking radio. Yeah, right. man. It's, it's like some weird shit, man. Hey, you can't be tickling kids all willy nilly. Next thing you're going to say something crazy like, you better not bury nobody without salt around it. You know what the fuck are you talking about, man? Right. Right. It ain't it ain't real uh, dirt and grass don't grow. Like, what? Yeah, like this nigga. This nigga is crazy, man. And nobody says that at all. But, he just he just be man out of nowhere, right. man. He goes real crazy shit. Right. We gonna keep him in our prayers, man. You know? <laughs> it's the only nigga I know. Look, you dead now. I'd be like, I don't want no ball pussy. That shit look like a baby. And you like, nigga, what? <laughs> I just asked you if you wanted mac and cheese on your plate. That's yeah, all. Like, God, bro, please. man. I asked, I, I simply asked, nigga, you want a club sandwich or, or a rap, nigga? <laughs> what, the, what, what type of shit you on right now? <laughs> like, yeah. Right. This is a yes and no question, dog. Like, yeah. My uh, nigga be out there, boy. That nigga come out of nowhere. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> <laughs> if it's grass on the field, play ball. See what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. You, hey, man. Hey. Right. Check ID, man. Check ID, my dude. Don't right. do that. Right. Oh, goodness gracious. That's weird. Right. <laughs> if I can play in mud, I can play in blood. This nigga <laughs> weird, man. Right. Put some jelly on the motherfucking sandwich. Do it. Spread it. What are you talking about? Spread it. Spread it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. This is episode 24. <laughs> of the ish we talk we will see you guys on episode 25 yes sir i'm out